stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number seven. I am Tani Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin. We're here to debunk the junk of the stories that no longer serve us. Mm. How you doing, Tani? I am doing great. Good. Actually. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Did you have a good week? I did have a good week. Good. Yeah. I mean, good. we had some bumps along the way, right? Who doesn't have bumps? But other than that. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. We all We, we all got do. through them. Yeah. 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 So working through them. Uh, mm -hmm. and I'm sure that's been the same for all of you out there as well. And, uh, just off the top here, just remember that, uh, if you, uh, if you're listening to us live on a warm 106.9 in Seattle, welcome, uh, and good morning. <laughs> and if you aren't, uh, we're available as a podcast, uh, on your favorite platform. We also have a video feed of this program mm -hmm. at our YouTube channel. Just look up in, uh, look up breaking up with our BS, use the whole word for BS. Mm -hmm. You can also join our Facebook group if you are interested in getting content in between and having some other conversations with Tani and myself mm -hmm. uh, during the week, again, under the same name. So yes. look that up. So and we're, yes. we're having fun with, with all that. We've had some great interaction mm -hmm. there, haven't we? Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I love hearing from people yeah. what they're noticing about themselves, their bodies, their own stories mm -hmm. that they just weren't aware of before. I love it. Yeah, I mean, for me, the the idea of us telling telling stories to ourselves that are disconnected from reality was a very new concept mm -hmm. when I first started doing this work mm -hmm. with you. And it's a very liberating thing when you realize that the stories are the problem. It's not the emotions that's happening. It's not even necessarily the reality of things, even when they're tough. It's what we end up telling ourselves that they all mean or what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. That's And that the stories don't have to be a part of us. Yeah. Right. There's that part, too. We tend to believe those stories mm -hmm. and hold on to them as sort of sen a sense of identity. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. we, we do. We have choice. Yeah. Which yeah. we talked about last time mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And last time we uh, we encourage people to focus on the idea of softening. Softening. And the experience of softening. And the experience. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Because when that's sort of the, the intro point, right? When we are, yep. mm -hmm. when we are agitated, when we are t tense, when we are in protected, right? That we can either be in protected mode or connected mode, yes, as you like to say. So when mm -hmm. we're in protected mode, for whatever reason, softening is kind of that portal or that, that key mm -hmm. to opening up the body and the mind to integrate yes. together and kind of get reconnected with reality. Mm -hmm. Yes. So a little bit about the nervous system. We'll just throw this in here really quick. Okay just to kind of make a little bit of sense about what you were just talking about, okay. is that there's three, there are three branches of the autonomic nervous system, right? Mm -hmm. We've got our fight or flight, we've got our freeze, mm -hmm. and then we've got our safety branch. The safety We don't branch. talk about the safety branch very much, the more of the, it's a ventral vagal branch. Um, uh, the dorsal, or the, the freeze is the dorsal. Okay. The, the fight or flight is the sympathetic. Okay. Right, so we know, what we've, we've maybe heard those words a little bit yeah. before. Right? yeah. When we're primarily or mostly or all the way into one of those stress branches, the freeze or the fight or flight, we're typically in a protected mode where we're yes. protecting ourselves from something. From something, right. perceived or otherwise. Yeah, right. and, the, and the body needs to do that. We need protection at times. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so that comes online and we react, fight, fight flight, freeze in particular ways to cope with whatever it is, 
Right. right. And we can go into that on another, you know. Yeah, another, that might take a few episodes. <laughs> that's going right? to take a few, <laughs> few episodes for that one. But, but over here in the hidden midst of this <laughs> is also the ventral vagal, the safety system, right? And so if we can, well, the softening allow is basically the portal to get into that branch, mm-hmm. to experience that part of ourselves mm-hmm. that can perhaps be more open because it's safe. Right. So the word soften is almost like turning that system on. It, 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 it creates the current. Yes. It, it, it creates the pathway for, and then as we continue to add to that practice a little bit, which we might get into at some point today or, mm-hmm. or other episodes, but we really want to just experience this beginning part, mm-hmm. this softening part, the, the bridge into or the portal into or the gateway into safety because we can be more of ourselves yeah. when we have access to that branch. Mm-hmm. And our lives are so lots of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so filled. Yeah. That it takes an intention to get into that branch nowadays. Yeah, it does. Because I had never heard of that before. Before we, you know, I consider myself a pretty educated guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe not on biology and physiology, but I had heard of the others before, mm-hmm. but not the ventral vagal before. Yeah. And it's interesting because it, it feels like those others are really reactive, fight, flight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. Whereas the safety, the ventral vagal is responsive. It feels like if we connect with it, it's Mm -hmm. responding rather than reacting. Mm -hmm. And that's a really, I mean, we hear that in mental health discussions all the time, that it's important in life to be more responsive Mm -hmm. than reactive. We hear it in leadership, be responsive rather than reactive, right? (laughs) Hear it in relationship counseling, I'm Mm -hmm. sure as all the time with your, with Mm -hmm. the couples you work with. Mm -hmm. So what was fascinating for me was I felt like when I learned this about that this Mm -hmm. is in our bodies, that this is science. Yes. This isn't. This isn't made up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like a little bit like a superhero. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> but then I was like, well, you're not a superhero because everybody, everybody can do can this. Do so this. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> but still, but my superhero fantasies can be, can yeah, be elsewhere. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but that to me was the really liberating part of that mm-hmm. was that the, this is in the body. We all have this capability. Mm-hmm. And, and also, and then the experience I had over time in connecting with it that even in the hardest moments, mm-hmm. I could realize I could be okay in those moments and not make up stories about them. And it also really helped me catch even the lightest moments, like your story last week about golfing yes, and your bad golf day and the stories you were making up about that. It seems small, but I tell you what, you know, I've noticed that if I have five or six of those small things that I make up stories about, I might end up having a really bad day just yeah. in my own head. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if everything else around me is okay, I can ruin myself for the day. Mm-hmm. So catching the little ones matters a lot, right? And, and the little ones are such, they're, they're great ones to practice mm. returning to presence, right? Because those big ones, a little more complicated yeah. to get back into presence or get into our safety system yeah. because we're overloaded, we're overfilled. Yeah. So the little ones are great ones to pay attention to. And return to a softening practice. Yeah, it's like it's like getting into an exercise regimen, right? Yeah. If you want to start running, you don't run 10 miles to no. start because no, you no. can't, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. right? You no. run a handful yeah. of yards mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever yeah. it might be, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And build up. Yeah, that's that's really true. And and for me, that the the excitement of softening and seeing, even just by saying the word and experiencing and feeling, 
just the, a shift enough mm-hmm. and, and it gets bigger over time. This is the great news. Speaking of the body, mm-hmm. the brain's elasticity and the body's elasticity means that as we do this more, mm-hmm. it gets like you, you open up your broad, you open up your, your bandwidth more yes. for yes. those things. So, yes. and, and my experience for that being relatively new to this, that's been what's led to all the profound changes in my own awareness and, and by extension mm-hmm. in my own life, how I see yeah. my life. All my important relationships are better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now yeah. Yeah. because of this by extension and not because those people are doing anything differently than they were before. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm feel more connected with myself and with them. I think I accept people better mm-hmm. for who yeah. they are. Yeah. And, and that just comes from doing this for a while. You don't have to protect yourself in the same ways you exactly. thought you did before. Exactly. A great practice with the softening is if you have trouble sleeping, this, oh, this is amazing. If you, if you have trouble sleeping, try this because it works for me every single time. If, if, I have, if I wake up or I'm having trouble sleeping or whatever, I soften. Okay. okay? And then I soften some more. And do you say this to yourself like mm-hmm. in your and mind? And I soften some more. So I, I, I return to that soften some more. So you can literally feel your whole body just like <laughs> merging with your mattress in a way that you've not ever experienced before. Melting I guarantee it. it. Yes. It helps. So try it. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and, and those, and the, that does help. I've, I've done that. And I actually, when, when I'm getting my work day started in the mm-hmm. morning, it's a really important time for me to do that. Cause I start getting ahead of. Yeah. I got to get this done. I got to do this. I only have so much time. Mm-hmm. What if I forget? What ball am I going to drop? Mm-hmm. For me in the mornings, it's really yeah. vital to do, mm-hmm. but I can do it anywhere, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and, and in traffic, in traffic, yeah. it's the best place to do it. Yeah. Can't close your eyes. No, in traffic no but you can soften. But you can soften. Right. Yeah. Right. So do you have a BS story for us this week? I shared a BS story. Oh, is it my turn? Experience. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh man. There's, there's always so many. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as you know, sometimes I can tell I'm getting better recognizing when I know I have stories going, but I'm, I, I either can't make sense of them or I'm, I'm having trouble, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. getting into that, getting into the safety system or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Or I keep fighting it. Mm-hmm. I have this habit of just wanting to fight it all the time. Yeah. Let me figure it out with my brain, I right? Yeah. But yes, I have I have plenty of them. One that has been coming up recently is is I'm I'm 48 years old. I just turned that, mm-hmm. and overall I'm in pretty good health, mm-hmm. and I'm really fortunate and very grateful that you know I've I've had some surgeries. I've never had a, a debilitating disease. I've never had anything that's been really high risk mm-hmm. surgeries and like that. Now one of the things that's happening though is my body is going through some changes in terms of what I can eat mm. and what I can drink. Yeah. And it started not so subtly. <laughs> um, it just like kind of came out of nowhere. And I've no, I've always kind of known that this mm-hmm. was going to show up. Like I have a family member who can't do spicy foods anymore. Mm-hmm. And that scared me, right? Because I love spicy stuff. Right. But don't let it be that. that. would be, yes. Don't take away yes. my chicken wings. You know, right. that, that type of thing. Um, well, what it started out as is... Um, when I was, had a beer mm-hmm. not too long ago and it didn't go well, mm-hmm. it didn't sit well. I, I did, it didn't make me physically sick, but I got really hot and I got really uncomfortable yeah. and I just didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, oh, maybe it was something else. No, as I, as I tried it, it became clearer and clearer and clearer. And I actually went and saw someone to talk about it and they said, yep, you're developing an intolerance. For some of these things, it could be gluten in beer. It could be 
tannins, if it's wine, it could be anything grain. Right? And it's like, yes. okay, well, most grain alcohols are that. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't drink that much anyway. Um, it's not good for my health overall. Um, but man, did the story start to come mm. all of a sudden Yeah, with that, oh man, this means I'm getting old, right? I've managed to resist the, you're getting old mm. until that. Wow. Well, okay. So now everything's breaking down. Well, what happens if maybe there's something bigger? What if you're developing a chronic condition? What if there's an underlying disease that's coming out? And of course, you know, I can go to the internet and freak myself out. <laughs> right? Anytime you want. Anytime I want <laughs> over those things. Um, but it led to, I guess, overall, a stor- series of stories that were about my fragility and my, my mortality. Mm-hmm. And okay. And then suddenly it cascaded into, okay, well, I better hurry up and do all these other things. If my life is starting to change, this means I'm getting old. What have I not done yet? Got to get my book published. What about partnership? Blah, 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 blah. What about my retirement? Mm. Look how, look where I went. Yeah. It sounds stressful. Yeah. It was very stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then, but in those moments, even when it wasn't spiking, it was low grade. Yeah. Low grade. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I would soften some of it and be, and be okay. And other times I'd realize, wow, I've had this low lying story mm-hmm. bubbling. You mentioned last time we can be aware of them or not aware. Of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of the not aware. And then I notice that I'm not aware when I become aware. I'm like, oh man, I'm tight. Mm-hmm. I'm tense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds small, but it's a real thing, right? It's not like I'm the only right. person who goes through that. No, right. no. I had a food thing 15 years ago where I had to change my oh, eating wow. habit. I could not do, had some auto, autoimmune type stuff going on. Oh, so yeah. I could not do the gluten, could not do the dairy anymore. Um, and I just remember telling, you know, 15 years ago, it was, the landscape was a little different around these food things, right? Sure. So, so I would tell people and some people would respond with, wow, I could never do that. <laughs> like that always gave me pause. You like, could never, you could never change your eating be so that you could feel better or for your health. Right? Like, <laughs> for right, your health right? Right? right. That's a story right there. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. So, and it, it's kind of disempowering, I think a little bit, but whatever. So, <laughs> but, but just like, oh, I'm never going to be able to go out with friends to a restaurant anymore because yeah. I can't eat anything. No, I never want to go to a social where they're going to have all these delicious appetizers. What am I going to do there? Oh, I remember all those stories. Yeah. And for me with beer, I love going to baseball games, as mm-hmm. you know, and everybody who's listening or watching is going to find us out. I love baseball and I love the experience. And part of that is a beer and a dog, Yeah, you know, and the beer is going away. And honestly, the hot dog should go away too. I saw a report the other day that somehow they figured out that every hot dog you eat takes 35 minutes off of your life. What? I want to know how they figured that out. I didn't read the story enough because I just was in denial about its truth. So I didn't want to read it. Holy moly. Which means I've lost a lot of days of my life. A lot of days. Because wow. I like a beer okay. and a dog at a game. But, okay. but that somehow the story was I'm going to enjoy or lose something mm-hmm. in that, you know, and, and, and right. I started laughing in the middle of what you're talking about. Because my, my, one of the stories was, what if it turns out to be cheese? What if I have to give up cheese? <laughs> right. Because cheese Or is, tacos. Taco, right. Could you imagine? I, I can't imagine that one but completely. The cheese but... ones hurts. Yes. Like that, I, that yeah. very idea. Yeah. And, I, and again, because of other health things, I try not to eat as much of that either. Yep. But man, there's something about the idea of wanting to hold on, well, I could. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't hurt me. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, there is that that lingers. Yes. And so, but to, the the thing for me is the, even those things, and, and it's not that health is a small thing, right? Your golf game is one thing. Health, health questions and taking care of ourselves, you know, proactively is, is not a small thing. Mm -hmm. But what I notice is that whether it's big or small, it can cascade into much bigger stories. Right. Without really, before I even know it. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we don't think linearly, right? We think in patterns. Mm -hmm. And so we get images and pictures and connections and we go backwards and forwards. And, and suddenly I'm spending all my time out in the past, mm -hmm. out in the future, and I'm not right where I'm at, mm -hmm. recognizing that maybe on the simplest of things with diet, mm -hmm. if I'm present in this moment, Okay. I don't need to do that. And it's okay. I don't need to have a, a beer with this. I can have something else. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually taking a good step for me because mm -hmm. I'm going to feel better. Mm -hmm. And I'm taking healthier steps in addition to everything else, getting exercise, all those things. Right. Right. Yeah. And just the story of a limitation somehow yeah. is going to sneak in. Or and, deprivation. And yeah. And create both of those in parts of our life. Yeah. We might not be aware of it. Right. Mm -hmm. If, if we don't want to go out because we can't have this thing or we're not going to be able to enjoy this thing that everybody else is going to be able to enjoy perhaps mm -hmm. or choosing to enjoy and, and you know, right. Yeah. Um, cause awareness is, is the key to whether that's going to be costly or, mm -hmm. or beneficial. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so, but we could really limit ourselves and our capabilities when we go to that space of, I can't do this anymore yeah. or, I won't be able to enjoy this anymore. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and, and what, what ends up happening too, at least with food is I end up not paying attention to the realities that as I change my diet, my, my taste buds, what they like change, how my body responds changes. If I feel better, mm -hmm. that's going to allow for a lot more other things. I'm going to have more energy and that's going to have a direct effect on how I do my work on how I do my play, on my relationships with people, how well I sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And I can discover other things that I might like to eat or drink where I can feel really, it, it, it almost like it takes away that idea that maybe that food world is a little bit bigger mm -hmm. than we think. Like mm -hmm. as if like what we've already experienced, what we already like is the only thing that's out there. Right. And, or if those are, if those food items are something that helps us to relieve stress, mm -hmm. then that's a whole nother bucket of stuff, right? Right. Instead of softening into this moment, we have- Ice cream into this moment? <laughs> we ice cream or brownie into brownie. this moment. <laughs> or taco. <laughs> or taco into this moment, right? Which, which maybe makes us or helps us to feel better for a moment, Yeah, but it doesn't clear our mind. It mm -hmm. doesn't allow us to- connect with ourselves, get into mm. the safety system. It yeah. can actually be a, a fight or flight response. Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah. Weirdly. Yeah. And it reminds me of the, the choice when we talked last time about choice and mm -hmm. the choices that we have, mm -hmm. you know, so like my birthday was recently. And so one of the, what I wanted to do over that weekend was do my favorites. Like, so I, mm -hmm. you know, I, that was my thing. I'm going to do my favorites. And some of those are my favorite foods. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have any, I didn't have any alcohol really, because it's not making me feel really good. Mm -hmm. um, and I had some food items that, that I really like that aren't best for me to eat every day. However, I was making the choice to do that right. and recognizing that I don't have to make it a problem that I'm having that. I don't have to feel guilty that I'm, that I destroyed a dozen or two 
wings. You know, <laughs> they were good. Right. But at the same time, recognizing that, okay, that's not something I can, I'm always going to be able to do. I doubt I'm going to be able to do that when I'm 90. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's okay. I can enjoy that in the moment. Doesn't have to be a problem as long as I don't turn it into something that's running counter mm-hmm. to my health or telling myself a story that, oh, this means you're weak willed or you, you don't deserve to indulge yourself a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, kind of a smudgy area there, isn't it? It is. I mean, if, if we can pay attention to the stories before the eating, this isn't like a eat only healthy show. So right. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. We just landed on the stories around what foods we can eat and what foods we can't eat. And so mm-hmm. here we are, right? So, but this isn't at all about eat this and not choice. eat this, right. right? It's about sort of being present yeah. and being in reality. So mm-hmm. if there tends to be a stress response and the, a behavioral response to stress mm-hmm. is the ice cream and brownie, mm-hmm. Then that could create other other difficulties stories. and right. stories. Other stories, right? Because yes. if those beyond them just being foods, if that's a source of then guilt, yes, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, right? Exactly. Yes. yes. So we have more stories even afterwards, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's that. That's the whole other part of this. Yeah. Um, and food is just one of the things. Um, when we we're talking a lot about being more connected in our lives, mm-hmm. being having more ease in our lives, being more present so that we're Mm -hmm. responding to life in ways that matter most to us. Mm -hmm. And when we're willy-nilly, unawares, into our habitual patterns, whatever those may be, Mm -hmm. we're far more likely not to connect with ourselves, not to connect with each other, actually have more stress and struggle in our lives. Mm -hmm. So we're just debunking all of this as we go along. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, in the case that you're talking about being present and connected with myself, when I am around those food questions, what it's led to mm-hmm. is I become more curious about what I can find out there that I might actually like to eat that's better for me. It actually it actually triggered curiosity. You know, and that's one of the great gifts, I think, of of getting present is you get curious about maybe the feelings you're having or maybe the mm-hmm. the story. Where did that come from? Why do I indulge in that? But for me, in the case of food, it became, okay, if that's going to be off the table, mm-hmm. what are some things out there that I never even knew existed? Never mind, mm-hmm. no existed and didn't try. I could do that too. Well, what could be out there? Yeah. And I found like some snack items. Like if, you know, if gluten is an issue for me, yeah. I found some snack items that taste pretty good. There's like pretzels out there that aren't made of gluten stuff. There are. Yes. I know it sounds really weird, but cauliflower based pretzels. Mm-hmm. are really good. Yes. So just stuff like, I never would have known that though. Mm-mm. Right. I never would have known that. And it's, it can get easy for me to fall into that cycle of the foods that, you know, I like to have that I know aren't the best for me. Mm-hmm. But when I'm present around it and like, okay, yep, I have some choices I can make here. I've actually been able to expand my food palette a lot more. And that of course makes it a lot easier because then suddenly that problem is really gone. Absolutely. So much easier. So you just did a beautiful job of describing the difference between protection and connection, right? So when you are in presence, you're open, you're curious, you're connected to yourself, what makes you feel good, and you expand out into possibility. (laughs) It's another big word. Yes. When we choose to be protected, 
we're going to run with those stories. We're going to feel like there's nothing that we can eat. Mm -hmm. We're not going to involve ourselves or engage with other people around this whole eating thing that we do Mm -hmm. as humans. We're going to, you know, we're just going to be in that state of fight or flight or freeze, protected, and the possibilities like decrease rapidly when we are there. Yep. Yep. And we tend to fall back on the things that, that probably aren't really helping us, that aren't serving us, right? Mm -hmm. Stories or foods or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's really is true. And, uh, fortunately this is all something that we can access more simply than we think, right? The ventral vagal system and this idea of possibility. So if last week was softening, is this week possibility to reflect on that idea? Yeah. Well, we want to keep softening going. Keep softening going. Keep softening going. And then maybe as you continue to soften, you're going to notice what's more possible. Like what, what's more possible is that that sounds so weird. That's okay. What's, yeah. What's, what's possible? What's possible? That's different yeah. from what you've experienced or thought about or considered mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And just notice those. Yeah. Even if you don't do anything with them, just notice them. Yeah. Yeah. Great. All right. Yeah. So yeah. step two, right? Mm-hmm. Soften, notice, possible. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here, thanks again for uh, listening in on this episode of Breaking Up With Our BS. Mm-hmm. This was fun. Yeah. Awesome. This was fun. Awesome. Make sure you check us out at our Facebook group, uh, also on our YouTube channel. This uh, exists as a podcast on your favorite platform. Uh, and so thanks to all of you for coming in uh, for another episode of this. I am JDK Winnikin. I am Tani Santabria. And thanks for sticking around for us to debunk some junk. Mm-hmm. And we'll, uh, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. So anything else you want to say? Just soften into possibility. There we go. All right. That works. Okay. Thanks. See you next week, everyone. All right. Stop, stop, I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live ones too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now, I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't think he felt anything after the crash. Who's that guy, Jackie? Need it up.